Hi everyone, welcome to a much delayed return of the You, Me and the Other Guy episode. I'm joined today as always with my good friend and life partner, Vadim. Partner. <laughs> uh, Hello let, everyone. Yeah, you let me do the intro so I can say whatever I want about you. And, and you fucked it up. I, <laughs> I can say whatever I want, whatever you are to me. <laughs> you are my life partner in this episode. Um, yeah. So... Okay, so the, since this is our first episode in the new year, or the year 2020, um, yeah. we uh, we just thought we'd do a light conversation on whatever comes to mind, and um, Vadim had a baby since the last time I think we recorded. I don't think you had one on our last episode, right? No, I think I was saying, yeah, that it's coming any day, and that I may be out for a little bit. Yeah. I might have to do dad duties. Yeah. And so. yeah, now it's been almost three months now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm doing like before I was like in my room, like close the door, sitting, doing a podcast nice. And now I'm just like rocking the baby in a car seat. <laughs> oh, she's in the car seat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I have a headset on. And, <laughs> yeah. You're actually, but he was actually recording this episode on his phone. We're going to see how it turns out. Yeah, so the audio quality is not as good, yeah, but at least we could record, and you might hear a little baby in the back from yeah. time to time, but for now, she's sleeping, so we're good, and yeah, we, we're going to maybe uh, start this off with, I was telling you about New Year, and that this New Year, I, I texted some friends, and I'm like, you know, Happy New Year, everyone. I'm going to bed. And it was like 8 o'clock. And <laughs> like they're a all laughing. Dad. Yeah, and like a bunch of them have kids too. And they're like, yeah, we're going to bed too. <laughs> you know, and um, and then I wake up and it's, you know, 2020. And I'm like, oh, okay, the new year. What did I miss? And I kind of pick up my phone instinctively. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, wait a second. I didn't miss anything. Like, it's just it's like just the tomorrow. date changed. And yeah. a bunch of people got drunk and party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm like rested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of liberating not to care about having to do something that night. A lot of people yeah, make a yeah, really yeah. big deal about it. Yeah, I have the option. Yeah. And for me personally, I, I don't like uh, the whole New Year's thing. I mean, it's nice that everybody's in a good mood and stuff, but... Mm-hmm. And like for someone like me who works in an office setting, people mm-hmm. people's personality really changes th- during the new year, <laughs> and it's super. I find it super annoying because like like how do you mean they? Well, because they, everyone's like super friendly, everyone's joking, everyone's uh-huh. laughing, and then the, <laughs> like the new year ends, and then you come to work, and it's like they're back again. They're those miserable, oh. like don't really want to talk to you. <laughs> You know, everyone's quiet. Everyone's all business. I find it maybe. Huh? It sounds like they have a little bit of the Christmas cheer, which is, might be a good thing. Then. No, it's good. I just find it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just jaded and bitter. <laughs> I just it sounds like the Grinch. I know like Christmas cheer. <laughs> no, it's you know what? I, <laughs> if they were like that all year round, well, not. I don't yeah. expect anyone to be like fully happy all year round, but the personalities yeah. really change. Like this guy that I never talked to. Well, yeah. I mean, I talk to him because I have to do stuff for him at work. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he like comes in and like gives me a fist bump, <laughs> and like 
and like totally unrelated to to the Christmas, uh, like Merry Christmas thing. Just like I walk by him, he's like, "How's it going, buddy?" Fist bump, right? And like he taps me yeah. on the back. And I'm like, "This is so. This is this is not real." I'm like, "This is not you. You're, you're <laughs> I'm like you're a dick every other day." <laughs> Dude, sometimes, yeah, someone goes, happy Monday. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, like, like it's just, I just feel complete anger towards the nicest thing. Like, yeah. oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> happy Monday. You know, you know what I really hate? Mm. This, just, this podcast just th- turned to us, like, hating on people. But yeah. I hate when people say, when I ask them, hey, how's it going? And they say, oh, you know, living the dream. Oh, like a standard reply? Yeah, and it's, well, it's always... It always means the opposite, right? When someone says, oh, living the dream means like I'm a miserable fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Sarcastic. You know, yeah. I hate that saying. Like, just say I'm okay. And also, um, yeah. I've noticed the routine. I just hate routine. I've always hated, uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. maybe not so much routine. I've always hated um, saying things without any meaning behind it. And this also goes into the whole relationship being with a girl and saying I love you all the time like mm. hanging up the phone picking up the phone saying bye leaving for work love you bye i hate that because it loses its oh. meaning right or being in the I, like i love you the last one to say it no or no just saying it for one. everything like yeah, yeah leaving yeah. for work saying love you bye uh hanging up the phone saying love you bye you yeah, yeah if it's not genuine to you like yeah, yeah. exactly like the, the guys at my work um uh, everyone at my work always says hi how are you? Right. And I say, I'm good. Thanks. I don't ask it back because it's, it's just a routine. Like, Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good. And then you go out by your way. No one says, hi, how are you? Oh, you know, my wife just left me. I feel like shit. (laughs) (laughs) Which, which would be actually, I think better for everybody. Well, no, we might have talked about this. Yeah, actually, I think we, you know, I know I kind of got deja vu right now, but I feel like if you say that, the the other person is gonna kind of get like a little shock, like whoa. Yeah, they're gonna be like, ah, oh, I I didn't really mean to <laughs> talk about real things. Yeah, yeah, I was just saying hello. So just say hello, and then I noticed my uh, someone I work with actually one of the higher ups. Um, he asks you how you are, and then when you say good, and you, he just like does not reply, like purposely just ignores you. So. From now on, whenever he says hi, how are you? I say good, thanks, and I just walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like little little office things that we picked up on. <laughs> but anyway, going back to New Year. So, <laughs> so yeah, you didn't do anything. Nope. I yeah, I went to bed because mm-hmm. uh, the baby kind of wakes up like at least I would say three times a night, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, and then one of those times is like long enough for it's like, oh, she wakes up crying. You, you know, I bring her to Mars. She feeds her. Uh, oh, now she has to change a diaper. Now I have to go to the washroom. And by the time I get back, I'm kind of too alert. So mm. now I'm up for like an hour. Yeah. So you get interrupted enough that if you don't sleep early, you're going to be like destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you're, you've picked up the routines, right? Like, you know yeah yeah because i remember in the beginning like you were just trying to figure things out i'm sure like everyone has but it was just interesting to know how you're gonna do it because you're redeemed 
<laughs> you have a baby now. I never pictured you with a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I'm still sometimes like holding her. I'm like, whoa. I hope I don't trip <laughs> out too hard right now and like, pass out. I'm like, I'm holding my baby. I still can't breathe. Yeah. So, uh, how's it going with work? Like, any? Uh, I'm. I I started work, but I freelance from home. Yeah. And so it's really good because we're both home. Is she is Mars wife. freelancing as well right now? Uh no, she's she's just off right now. Okay, yeah. And because um, I have to work still, like I have to put in like hours and hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, like you really need someone with a baby and she I mean, during her nap it's like okay, you could kinda like go do something, but as soon as she cries it you're back. Yeah. Um so are you wait, are you at like liberty to say what you're working on right now? Uh I don't know. Let's Okay. For safety reasons. <laughs> Can you say well, I don't know. Have you have we ever talked about what you do? Like are you able to say what you've worked on? I think on? we did talk about but on your other podcast. Oh, okay. Right? So cuz so maybe We're you should like film. quickly say something. Yeah, I mean, I I'm a storyboard artist on feature animated films. Okay, can you give us a list and, of what you've worked on? Uh, sure. <laughs> Hold on. Let me. Okay, the, okay. the first place from the first like uh, feature studio you worked at was Blue Sky, right? Yeah, Blue okay. Sky, and I worked on Ice Age mm-hmm. Four, Rio. Um, oh, you only did four. You didn't do any of the previous ones. No, I yeah, I started on Continental Drift, mm-hmm. and yeah, I worked on that, and then I worked at uh, Warner Brothers, and then I worked at Cinderbiter Studio, like it's it was like stop motion, and I worked at um, my God, like whenever. I need to remember it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, oh DreamWorks. You were, wait, did you say Captain Underpants? Uh, no, but at DreamWorks, I worked on Captain Underpants and yeah. and a bunch of shows that never saw the light of day. Okay. Oh, you worked on shows? Or uh, shows, I say shows, but movies. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, cool. So, yeah, so I, yeah, I freelance from home and uh my wife does the same thing she's a mm-hmm. story artist as well yeah uh, but mars has done concept work as well right yeah she did uh she's also a designer so she yeah. started off in design and kind of switched over to story mm-hmm. and yeah we're both working from home and that's a huge like now having a baby like you just realize like when you leave someone alone with the baby like mm-hmm. before nine o'clock and after six yeah it's like they're doing a lot of work. Like it's a lot of work for for both of us. Like, yeah. Like a lot of work. It's not. It's it's not like hard work. It's just constant, like mild work mm-hmm. over everything. So everything is like affected. In I I I honestly don't know how people do it. That like both. Dude, parents I have work. a whole new respect for if you have more than one kid. If like the stories of single moms or whatever. Mm. It's like, like I, I literally don't even understand like 
how you work two jobs and have like two kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you cook, it's like, it's nuts. It's like yeah. your baby's crying and you're out of diapers and you have to carry a crying baby down the street to the pharmacy to pick up the <laughs> diaper, bring it back. And you're starving because you didn't eat. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's just a mess. And you didn't sleep well. It's like, whoa. And then there's a second one. And then the one fell asleep and then the other woke up and needs to eat. And you still haven't eaten. It's like, what is yeah, that's why. That's why a lot of parents say they eat over the sink. Because like, oh, they yeah. can. But um, I dated somebody who was a single mom. And uh-huh. she had a baby, like a pretty young baby. Um. And I was young. I, I remember her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I was young back then, so I didn't really like notice or maybe care about that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. she was a champ. She had like two jobs, and then she yeah. ended up uh, going to school while I was with her. While she, she still had the kid. Man, she was. And, uh, and she, she had like a mom to help her or something, or somebody. Rarely, like her family really. They, they were like nice to her. Like they were good to her, but they didn't help her in that sense with the with the kid, with babysitting yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. almost as if they thought they were teaching her a lesson, but they didn't realize how counterproductive they were being. Cause she was yeah, she like had the... it rough. Oh, dude. And I was young, so I like I ba- babysat for her once in a while, but I was like, "What? I don't want to do this," <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, dude. It's like that skill, whatever she has, mm-hmm. whatever that skill is. It's like. I didn't even know about this skill. Yeah. You know, I thought it's like, oh, there's a skill of like, well, in business, like strength skill. Mm-hmm. But it's like, there's a whole other skill that I'm like a novice at. And I'm like, it's to like manage. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you're, manage you, you, you have like, you and Mars Bork both work from home. That in itself yeah. is in like the huge upper on many parents. Huge upper, and I'm still like feeling pressure. Yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean. Yeah, so I'm like, no, because because now I'm surrounded with friends because I'm at an age now where all my friends are having kids. So I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you and someone else we both know, both work from home. Yeah, and you like both of you guys have told me that you don't know how the other people do it, and I have a friend who, um, who works full-time and his wife had to like take complete time off like indefinitely to be able to manage raising two kids yeah yeah yeah, for sure so now here's here's maybe something now that we can talk about that you have a better understanding and perspective on that i don't and i think maybe we talked about this before in the past but both of us were babyless. i know I think I know where you're going. <laughs> okay. Are you talking about the imposing of the law? No. The limit. No, I, I just wanted to know why you hate Jews. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> totally like uh, unrelated. No, but I wanted to know yeah. why people put themselves through this. I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh that is the that is the answer I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a maybe not a vicious circle, but it's a circle. Because how does it, how does it work? Um, you don't have a kid, you don't know what it's like to have a kid, and you want a kid. Then you have a kid, and then you right. realize 
it's really hard work and maybe yeah. you shouldn't have done it but now you love this kid so much that yeah. you wouldn't take it back but if you could go back you wouldn't do it but you wouldn't know you hate it unless you did it so it's like you're going around in circles like yeah well i'm sure some people are like oh i would totally go back if i that's could, true know. i actually brought up this question to another friend the other day and i said yeah. if i took you right now and i put you in a time machine the person you are right now like what, yeah. knowing what you know and i took you back before you had kids would you have kids again and, uh, okay, and sorry, it's ahead. hard it's hard to i understand why it's hard for him to answer that question is because now he has kids and he loves them like he has this unconditional crazy love that i'll never understand for these kids so it's hard mm -hmm. for him to answer but i wanted him to separate the love from what mm -hmm. i was trying to ask him just like take you as a person and separate put away the love and i'll take you back before you had kids would you do this and everybody hesitates I feel like if you really know, then you shouldn't hesitate. Well, look, like, there's definitely a part of me that's like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, but it, it's, there's also another, other parts. It, it's kind of like, depends on which part I'm in. Like, if I didn't sleep, mm -hmm. you know, and she's crying in my hands, I'd be, I'd, you know, I'm like more like, it's tough, you know? If I'm fully rested and I'm just like, I just had a nice breakfast and I'm holding her, it's like, oh, this is great, dude. This is great. So right. there's a lot of different emotions in it too. It's not necessarily like, yeah, you know, like parts of you are like really tired and mm -hmm. parts of you are like, for sure, this is like, it was way easier before, but yeah, uh, but it's a voluntary decision, right? Like, yeah. So you take and look. I, I'm only like three months in. Like I consider myself like, you know, like novice. No, no, yeah, no person to evaluate it yet. You know? But no, but if anything, you're right now at a, at one of the hardest stages. I mean, it gets a little bit harder, and then it dips back down again. Yeah, right? but then other parents are going to be like, no, no, no. It's when they're teenagers and they tell you no. Yeah, you know, and and whatever. Well, my my like, friend says the worst time is when they start walking and crawling everywhere. It's because before, because right now you just like put on a diaper and stick it where you <laughs> stick yeah, him or yeah. her, wherever you want. And then they stay there. But now when they started walking and crawling, you constantly, they're like on a, on a mission to kill themselves. Yeah. You, you have to be more attentive. Like right now, like she can't leave the bed if I, if she's there. Right. Yeah. So then there's like the terrible twos and then the terrible threes. And, and then, uh, and some people are better with like little kids and they can't handle teenagers, you know? And yeah. some people can't wait to like have an intellectual conversation with their more adult, mm -hmm. you know, child and just waiting for the baby to like grow up. Yeah. And uh, there are, I know there are, um, there are really like, <laughs> horrifying stories you would hear about like kids who are at a teenage age and they're just dicks right yeah because yeah. you know you're at that stage where all your hormones are like well i've been a pretty good dick uh, to a degree yeah but so have i but i felt like i was a good kid but i've heard yeah, some yeah. nightmarish stories about teenagers so in comparison i think you and i were probably angels oh yeah but there's nightmares for like babies they're like babies who don't stop crying like like mm um babies who need like 
Like who, you take to a doctor, they're like, I don't know why they're crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like, oh. Yeah, and you know, not to make this really dark, but there's been like times where I read stories where the mother just lost her, lost her mind, yeah. and just killed the kids. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. all these things well, that happen mentally and hormonally to mostly women. Not I've heard of it happening to men as well. I, I heard there's this thing called postnatal depression for men because some some women get uh, depression after they give birth but apparently it also exists for men as well yeah yeah i think it's it might be a bigger issue for women yeah uh, post uh postpartum postnatal po- but Is yeah it? i think for <laughs> i don't know i think but, i know what uh, you're thinking about yeah but i think it's called just after pregnancy it's called postnatal I'm just gonna look it up. Prenatal is like in the stomach, and then yeah. I think it's just called I don't know who knows whatever. Let's just skip that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So yeah, hold I'm on, sure sorry. both parents are affected. Yeah. And... Postnatal depression and prenatal dep- repression. Which repression. Is... Depression. And depression. Depression. <laughs> no depression. Anyway, yeah. So there's like varying yeah. degrees of it where people yeah, either yeah. lose their mind or you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm no subject. I'm no uh, expert on the subject. I'm just yeah, talking yeah. about based on experiences and people around me. So it's it's just like it's a hard thing to do. Like you know, it's a challenge, mm-hmm. and it's a new challenge, and uh, you're just throwing this new challenge to the average people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, like average people, like will freak out. You know, they smoke. A little bit of weed and like one out of 50 is gonna like go to the hospital yeah, they yeah can't yeah. handle it so it's just it's like <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with it it's just mm-hmm. it's a challenge and some people like have less help or they you know don't understand it as well and it's just more challenging on them but you know it's like like any challenge in life you know it could like Someone can handle babies better, but then can't handle loss of job or I don't know, mm, whatever. Right. You know? Yeah. It's just it's just a challenging thing in life. But you know, like to go back to the whole like why do people do it? Mm-hmm. Like my, I mean, my motivation was, you know, like all the like there's a lot of like amazing experiences like out of growing a family all this experience right mm-hmm. and the rest i just see as challenges and I, I i see challenges as good like i try to like go towards challenges so it's like but, it's hard work but but you always wanted kids like we talked about this before. yeah yeah i just yeah i like mm-hmm. yeah if you were to just like base you know like you don't think about it too hard like would you want to like you know, run in the whatever in the park with a you know a little boy girl. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, for sure, man. That's like that sounds awesome to me. Mm. Okay. So on like a just instinctual level, yes. And then I know it was hard work. I just I might have actually underestimated it because I was like, well, I'm pretty good mentally uh-huh. and I'm organized. And then the baby's like. What if I cry right now? <laughs> and you're like, oh. 
You know, it's like, and what if I am gonna crash right now? Yeah. And you're like, oh. So, shit. so wait, would you actually say you underestimated what this would be like? Yes. Okay. And partly it's because some of the adults who gave me advice were kind of annoying, which gave me an automatic reaction of ignoring them. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'll get ready for the camp, and I'm like, yeah, okay, like. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, I've heard this before with marriage, like, you know, like, oh, ball and chain. I'm like, well, don't get married. Then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if it's a ball and chain. So I was also kind of ignoring the, your life is never going to be the same. Like, what, is, yeah. what do you mean? Like, they said that in a good way or in a bad way? In like, a, they want you to feel their pain kind of way. Like, it's so hard. And mm-hmm. Wait, well, hold on. Gonna... Isn't that, but that's now you realize that that's actually... Well, it's 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 not like it's true, but it's hardly true. But if they were more like cool about it and like, hey man, it's gonna be great, you know, it's just there'll be challenges and like this is what I did. But the, you know, they're kind of like a little bit smartass about mm-hmm. it. Like, like I don't really know you, but you'll never be the same, you know. And you're like, yeah, like fuck you, bro. <laughs> well, you actually, know, like, I was listening to a podcast the other day. Um... Maybe here, I'll give him a free plug in here. A free plug here because I really like him. It's called Suggestibles. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a couple, a married couple, who just had a kid and they just talk about the podcast. It's pretty mm-hmm. short. It's like a half hour podcast where they both suggest things to people, like to read a book and blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. uh, one of their things that they were talking about is that people aren't usually honest about uh, what it's like to have a kid. They tell you, yeah. like, it's joy, it's a bundle of your, like, everything is amazing like your life will never be the same again nobody's really honest because to be honest and say it sucks and it's shit is to admit that you regret having kids and a lot of people don't want to do that right well i wouldn't go necessarily that far but it's like to show vulnerability and people are no but yeah but to show vulnerability is to somewhat project that maybe you regret but uh, well, I mean, that's one possibility, but it's just to show like, oh, it's hard or like there's parts of it I don't like or mm-hmm. I, you know. But no, hold I on. Do you, think, but do you think that's honest though? Do you think that a lot of people will come and tell you, oh, you know, um, yeah, some parts of it are challenging, but the rest of it is great. When maybe possibly in their mind, they're like, fuck, if I could go back, I would not do this again. Nobody's ever going to say that. I mean, I'm sure some people will say that, but it's really rare that someone will be that honest and say yeah, yeah. that. Because then, when if they said that, then it would sound like they hate their kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, I mean, that's I wouldn't. I feel like people do that not just about kids, about their whole life, about every single. Yeah, that's true. About all their emotions. That's true. Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily. They hide everything about everything. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't necessarily mean they regret having kids. It's just they can't say, I'm struggling because I can't sleep at night. Just the same as like, I hate my job. Or But isn't that or, the like, same thing? Isn't that the even Okay, so yes, you're right. They, people don't like to show vulnerability and they, yeah. they beat around the bush with it. But it's a very taboo thing to say if you say, I wouldn't do it again if I were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, I hate my... <laughs> like a little baby yeah like even though it might be the case it might completely be the case but 
Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of people want to admit that. Well, I so don't know. there's like, a dishonesty there that yeah, yeah, that you sure, will never sure. hear from anybody around you. For sure, but you kind of can't expect like people to just you know like just go full out, full blast, right? Yeah, well, but it's not even like full out. I don't expect someone to be like like screw my kids. I hate them. Like this one's yeah. got a shitty personality. I just want to hear some genuine honesty. Like, listen, you're still gonna be a dad. You're still gonna be a good person. You're still gonna raise these kids. But yeah. it's okay. It's probably, I think, some weight off your own shoulders if you can easily just say, like, I would totally take this all back if I could. If I went back in time, I, w- I would take this all back. But now that I'm in it, I'm going to be the best dad I can be. But if I could go back, I wouldn't do it again. You, you yeah, don't yeah, hear yeah. that that often. And I feel like, I feel like yeah. a lot of people might feel that way, but just yeah. don't want to say it. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like... Maybe some, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, I can only speak for myself, but it's like, mm-hmm. you, like, I, I wouldn't say I regret anything that happened in my life. Yeah. Like, good or bad. But that's just my almost, like, mentality for it, mm-hmm. you know? So, like... That's how I see it. So even if something is really hard or I fell into a river or my lung collapsed or whatever, yeah, I'm like, that's what it is, you know? Or like, the point is like, I want it to go to the whatever, the top of this mountain. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, my lung collapsed and now I'm in the hospital. Yeah. But the point is that I did what I wanted to do. So I wanted to have kids and it's like nearly destroyed me, let's say. <laughs> But it's like I still acted on what I wanted to do. I didn't let my yeah. Like, but okay. So and I and I try not to live in like. Well, if I didn't do it, I would, you know, I'm like, well, I did it because I wanted to do it, and it's harder than I thought. But like, like you know what I mean. Well, I mean, there's no going back. So there's no going back. Yeah. The, the, but the the difference between. <clears throat> Your, anal- your examples of like saying you're going to the top of a mountain and then your lungs collapse is different than, and this is why I'm talking about just specifically kids, is because the moment you have a child, you're mm-hmm. bound to this life now for at least the next 18 years. You know what I mean? It's yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a lifelong yeah, decision. Yeah, you gotta like, yeah, yeah you gotta it's like. Not, it's not like going on top of a mountain, having your lung collapse and coming back and going to the hospital and be like, well, I don't regret that because... That yeah, was a, it was like, like a it's like half weekend. a month. Yeah, or a yeah. week, or two weeks, or whatever. Or two weeks. Um, yeah. Whereas this is like a life-altering decision. It's it's the biggest. Sure. It's probably the biggest life decision you ever make to create another life and to take care of it. It's it's a big one. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it has to be the biggest. Unless I'm. <laughs> is there one? Is there one that you can think of that's more more well, life-altering? I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, you could the way you live your life. You know, is also a big thing. Yeah, but the <laughs> way like, you live your life as a, let's say if you're a single parent person yeah. or even just a couple without a kid, it's still, I don't, I don't, I don't, at any second you could just be like, right, right. okay, I'm done yeah, here. It, I can walk away now. Yeah. But it, it's the only right, thing right, right. that you can't really do. I mean, people walk away all the time. and People walk away all the time. Yeah, and they're, they're dicks for doing that. So. Yeah, yeah. So what... It, like what were you saying about this? That 
it's, well, a, it's a huge it's a it's a life altering it's the biggest life changing decision you make right 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 and and i think a lot of people just do it because I, like I, autopilot well all, yeah autopilot and also is cuz they they just like it you know what i mean like yeah i would like to have some kids but you have to really love for me i think in my perspective you have to <coughs> be born for it and be like yes this is the ultimate thing before you do it you can't just go on yeah i like it yeah sure i'll give it a try yeah 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 i fully agree and and i see now that you don't need to do this like people don't need to like we're okay on the population thing mm-hmm. so just think about like like you said like do you want someone you know like for a long time like you know mm-hmm. so yeah don't just you know do it because your parents told you or because you you know you think yeah, you like it re- yeah like really think about it and like talk to some yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah talk to some people and about it i think it's easier maybe for women too but um again i'm at an age right now where i'm kind of like ideal or i'm surrounded with older women as well mm-hmm. and well there there there's obviously the the the, the few and you know, maybe not the few the women who just say no like it's it's the best decision i made i love my kids and blah blah, blah. yeah but a lot yeah. of them also say that when they were younger they thought of having kids as the most important thing in their life like it's it was their purpose it felt yeah, as yeah. if it's their purpose but then now they realize hey there she is uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they feel like the it was um blown out of proportion and it wasn't as important as they thought yeah because yeah. reality yeah. kind of sets in and you grow older and your priorities change and you realize life is not a fairy tale kind of for sure for sure yeah, yeah. and I, and this is i feel like this is something that guys realize earlier because we don't have that internal you know motor mm-hmm. inside us constantly telling us because we're not built that way like we don't give birth we don't have that we can never understand yeah, what yeah. it feels like to be a woman so we don't have that so we kind of come to that realization that this is a little bit maybe blown out of proportion the whole having kids thing whereas women realize it maybe right, later right, on right. in life well yeah it's like maybe for us it's like if we had to like be physical you know like like back in the day mm-hmm. we'd have like a oh i'm going past my prime like i'm actually going to become like less useful yeah you know what I mean? like yeah. physically yeah, yeah like i i won't be able to fight anymore i won't be able to run i won't be able to like whatever but right now we're like i'll be fine in my 50s dude i could still like meet somebody like and have kids later like it's all good but mm. women have that like Oh yeah, my body needs to do it block. now like yeah it's like if we were all fighters you know mm-hmm. you'd be like if you're 40 you're like not in a good like shape yeah if you're a fighter I, I think i actually read a statistic on like the the effects of um having a kid uh, for a woman at a later age like every time uh-huh. every five years your chances of like um something going wrong or uh not being able to do it at all goes up by like 10% each each every like 5 years. Now I'm just I'm just throwing in the numbers but that's what the statistics yeah. was saying. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I can understand the rush for a woman to want to have kids when she can. Yeah. Because like I said, it also it's it's that 
it's a never-ending loop of um, that that women don't really realize it unless they have it, and then when they have it, they realize it wasn't that important, but they wouldn't have realized it unless they had it. So it's like you go around in circles. You know what I mean? Because if a, if a woman doesn't have a child until whatever, she never has a kid right? by the age of like fifty. She will regret it. She'll be like, "No, nah, I'm not. I'm saying not all women, but let's, for example, say a woman. She she's fifty now. She never had kids. She regrets it, but she doesn't realize that if she went back in time when she was twenty eight and she had a kid, and now she's fifty again with a kid, uh-huh. she would be like, hmm, maybe maybe it wasn't that big of a deal. Maybe I didn't really, I yeah. shouldn't have really blown it out of proportion like I did." Right, right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it, yeah, it yeah. might be like also biologically like wired into mm-hmm. it, you know. Yeah, and and you'd have to be you'd have to be kind of dumb to ignore the whole biological factor of it. I'm sure there's some biology. Well, it it'll be hard because it's like for some reason, you know, mm-hmm. you're like really like like everything says yes, maybe you're conflicted mentally, but yeah. Um, well it's also like the same as a girl not being able to understand what it's like to be a guy that wants to <laughs> just bang everything uh-huh. you know when your hormones have the strong like drive yeah the strong drive like the, the evolutionary drive to want to like spread your seed <laughs> right, right, right so it's the same thing for women like we can't understand what it's like to have those urges and feelings right I'm right. extending an olive branch here <laughs> so no, I, I, the other day, I, I'm like, dude, imagine like being a woman, like just you're a woman and like go like nine o'clock. I'm going to go outside. I already don't like, I'm already like, don't feel good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like a guy, like, it's like, I'm like a dude. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a totally different perspective on reality. It's a, yeah. Like it's a, like. It's like imagine that's it, you're a woman, and you're like, yeah, what? Like, it's you know what it's like. And Louis C.K. Louis C.K. had actually had a whole routine about this. Uh-huh. Every <laughs> every every time a woman goes out with a guy on a date, it's like a guy going out on a date with a bear. <laughs> 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 like he could kill you. This this thing could kill you. Right? Yeah, that's like a yeah, that's that's there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> So, I, I picture it, I always pictured it like orc, you know, like orcs and humans. Yeah. Okay. Like Warcraft. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like, oh, you're like dating an orc. <laughs> and yeah. like, you just hope he's like, well, man. He doesn't kill you. you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he's going to drink. Yeah. Like, yeah. his form is twice as big as my form. Like, yeah, it's, it's, oh, you know what a good example of it would be? <laughs> this is pretty, pretty intense, but it's like being in a prison cell. With a guy that could kill you at any minute. Yeah, it's a You're living and, with a guy who, who could murder you with a with a T bone of a stick. Like, that's a very like creepy. And I mean, maybe I don't know if this is a guy perspective or my perspective. It's probably a guy perspective because girls get along just fine. We probably just don't understand, so we're like, oh, how how could you even do that? But yeah, for me, it's like oh, like. To, to have that kind of like, I'm always like at, um, like I would feel like I'm always like a prey almost. Yeah, you, you, I know. You're like I feel like I'm a gazelle outside. <laughs> a gazelle. <laughs> but maybe it's because I'm a guy and I'm trying to be like more of a protector, you know? Yeah. So I, 
I'm, I'm not necessarily thinking myself. Like, I'm not used to feeling, like, less vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. It's, we have the safety that we take for granted that we don't really understand. Yeah, like I said, like, if I go outside right now, I'm like, chances are, like, I'm the least likely, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I had more people with me, it'll make me stronger. But yeah. they don't want to attack, like, a young-looking, healthy male. Yeah, which is we go back. We go back to putting your daughter into jujitsu. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You want to be. We, you want to feel fine with your daughter going out late at night. Put her in jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, and and also going back to jujitsu. One of the things I learned is that in jujitsu, you learn that there's guys and even girls who can destroy you if yeah. they want, like that person in that cell. Yeah. And that you uh, are very thankful that they don't, and yeah. and they don't with control and they yeah, yeah. and with respect, and you learn that you should respect everyone like this mm-hmm. because uh, they don't do it to you. That feels very nice, you know, and you really appreciate it. So you shouldn't do it to someone that you could abuse. Yeah. Because yeah, you understand you're in this loop here. Right. Like, that's actually a good good way to look at it, yeah. And you should talk to, like, everyone as if they're, like, in a way, a huge guy. Like, mm-hmm. don't be rude to this little girl <laughs> who's behind the counter because you feel like she can't do anything. That's, you know, you're like, that's not cool. Like, that's yeah. not how it is. Like, yeah, if if you, you want... I, I guess if you had the perspective of someone who could just like a, a, a girl black belt in jiu-jitsu if you had the same respect for her uh, you did for a girl who's not black belt in jiu-jitsu and you treated them the same yeah kind of thing but unfortunately for we everybody we yeah. well um, we don't live in a world your... like that so yeah, yeah but like it's one of the things that jiu-jitsu really taught me is that and it's it's like you you're like, oh, this is amazing. These all these people are like so in control of their emotions. Yeah. And I'm I'm rolling with people who can like they could all like break my arm if they want to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and they all don't. And it's not like they're mad about it. They're all like, hey, great, you know, great job, like keep it up. And you just you're like, oh, there's so much like respect and like like people aren't just gonna like you know, they're um there's the egos aren't like inflated, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like people are more like balanced there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so big guys are nice, like small people are confident. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like there's less insecurity. Yeah. Because everyone's like more in contact with the reality of things where you know, in jujitsu you learn like you're gonna be a dick, like someone's gonna rip your head off, you know? Because mm-hmm. yeah. they're like, Oh, I'm gonna teach this guy a little lesson. Or, humility or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. and then you just kind of take that into the real world and then people who whatever you know are like too much in whatever netflix (laughs) (laughs) you know and like don't connect to reality as much Mm -hmm. they just they forget and then they're like all rude to somebody and yeah it's like dude you like this isn't the real world like one day someone's gonna like destroy you like and they might not even care that it, you're gonna sue them or you're yeah. gonna pay medical bills. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you and I always get into the jujitsu talks, and we can go on forever. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. So <laughs> the other thing we were going to talk about was how big of a piece of <laughs> shit Rusty was. <laughs> but but we kind of you and I kind of went on a rant about that off off air, I guess, and we were like, we don't want to talk about this again. Well, we hit some main topics, right? Already. Yeah. If, should we just summarize our? Yeah, our sure. Uh, well, one of the things we talked about was that I think you, Bruce Lee was never really tested in a real life scenario. And and this, I could say from my half, I haven't really researched. No, I actually any did. Of I, I did I, after we okay, had the conversation. Okay. So, I looked it up so I wouldn't be just talking out of. Just hating the guy. Um, I'm just pure speculating, pretty much. Yeah, well, the, I, I haven't really done my research. Okay, so we'll talk about what he's like really famous for. But um, one of the biggest things with him was that if you the problem the problem with reading anything about Bruce Lee is you're gonna hear hear two sides of things. Um, either you're gonna hear a lot of love and praise, or you're gonna hear a lot of hate and. Uh, controversial things about the things he did so mm -hmm. most of the things that people say about him that are from love are people who were around him and knew him mm -hmm. so you don't know how, how how reliable it is because they could just be trying to inflate the person that's really famous and that they knew because it gives them yeah. i don't know some or, sort or of he was or he was a great guy and oh yeah or he was just a great guy but he was a great guy but yeah. i guess what we were talking about was how how deadly was Bruce Lee? You know, was he like the Bruce Lee of the legend? Like, yeah. you put him like if you put him in the UFC, is he gonna <laughs> like destroy everybody? Like, like well, shockingly, that's, or that's... is he gonna get like owned by like the fifteenth ranked fighter? Well, here's the thing: you know? if if you, if you put him in a time machine and brought him to now, he would probably get his ass kicked by probably the average person, the average good fighter. I think yeah, that's how I, much fighting has evolved. I think. But that's not his fault, though. I just think that's because... That's not his fault. Yeah, I yeah, just think sure. fighting has evolved since then. But sure. but uh, it's it's funny you say that because I was actually reading recently that they were trying to compare him to the best boxers of the time because boxing was really big back then. Uh -huh. And they were saying that they were doubtful that he could go into a ring and beat a really good boxer. Uh -huh. Right? And also... Um, the whole well what i was going to get into is the what he's really famous for is the one punch what is it one inch punch one inch punch that uh we you and i talked about how it's all it was all about like balance and the way you stand and everyone in those videos the way they stood you could just like push them really hard and they would fall over yeah, yeah. so so yeah so <laughs> that's what that's what we're going to talk about but it, it was just yeah it's, it's because like when I realized, I'm like, oh, I haven't really seen him in any like, you know, like competition or any kind of fight against a skilled fighter. Mm -hmm. Like you only hear the legend and then you see some videos of demonstration, which doesn't really show anything. Like there's so much martial arts that whatever, it may bring Zen and peace, but yeah. like if we're talking about effectiveness in a fight, like just recently you, you realize that you need to like apply it against a skilled opponent. Yeah. And that's what yeah. matters. And, and I, I've actually been on this for a while, like on this side of the fence where I don't think he's a big deal. I, um, 
and my brother's actually he loves Bruce Lee, so we've always had these arguments. Yeah, yeah. I remember when um, what's his name, Jet Li. Remember uh-huh. Jet Li? Yeah. Yeah, when Jet Li was really uh, famous and popular, I was like, this guy could easily destroy Bruce Lee. Uh-huh, you know, because uh-huh. they even talked about him, and I w- I'm alive, so I could see the things that Jet Li is doing, and I heard the things that he was doing, and one of the things was that in a lot of his movies that he shot in North America, like the Hollywood movies, um, the directors and the camera crew weren't so used to someone moving so quick, so they had to like ask him to slow down. Right, right. So if you want to talk about speed, there's someone who can like. Easy. But it's also like, but if the speed doesn't actually work, like he could be fast without an opponent. No, no, no. I'm just talking about speed on its own. Just speed alone. Because yeah, Bruce Lee yeah. was really a... famous for speed. They were saying that he was really Oh, quick. I see. Oh, I see. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, so but it's like what... if you punch the air at high speed, it's like <laughs> you might as well like be the fastest talker in the world. You know, like. Sure. It's not really doing anything in terms of like yeah, showing yeah, yeah. how effective your fighting skill is. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is it? What is that's it's. I know it's kung fu and what is it? Jeet Kune Do or something like that. Um, the Bruce is, Lee's martial art. Yeah. What is? Yeah. The one that. Yeah, I think it's Jeet Kune Do. Yeah, and there's been there's all these like fighting things you see on YouTube now where Jeet Kune Do people go against MMA fighters and they get ruined. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They 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 try that, like, oh, he's gonna try the like movie stuff, and then boom. Yeah, yeah. They get into that. This pose. runs into a wall. Yeah, yeah. And they seem to get shocked when they get hit. Yeah, they they're like, like they grab their what? nose and they look for blood and stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, what? Because they've never bled that in their really life. Hurts. Like, who's ever made a Jikundo fighter bleed before? Like, you know, get a cut on top of his eye or. Well, that's the thing that uh, a lot of martial arts, they don't, like, there's no sparring in there. Yeah. It's just, it's all like, well, fight, like I was fighting three attackers when I was eight in karate. You know, uh, I'm like, yeah. dude, three attackers would rip me into pieces. Yeah, they don't even like, have to be karate specialists. It's... Like an eight-year-old? <laughs> I'm like... Block low kick. It's like a pre-imagined. I was blo- I was doing a pre-imagined fight, a kata. Oh, a kata, yeah. Well, no, but the purpose. Of, but the kata is. I'm trying to be the devil's advocate here, but I, even though I hate taekwondo and karate, but the kata is actually just supposed to give you form and posture. It's. It, I don't think it actually simulates a fight. It just puts you into like a discipline of. Okay. Yeah. You know, keeping proper form and. Which is still stupid, because, like, what is proper form when you're in the street fight? Yeah, and, like, I want to say also that, like, yeah, I'm kind of talking about all of this in relationship to how it's actually effective in a fight. Mm -hmm. Like, karate is great, you know? It's, like, it's it's still take an average person and put him into a great shape, and Mm -hmm. it'll do something for their self-defense. Yeah, it also no. builds confidence, which I told you is this false sense of confidence. <laughs> but yeah, right, right. It, it still does like good things, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yeah, it does. So it's like we're comparing it to like, yeah, like we're trying to say like, is it really effective? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You know, um, like well, I watched the Ip Man. Yeah. Or yeah. I, actually, I didn't watch it. I just saw clips. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm like, dude, this guy is gonna get destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and he's like, he's he's got this aura like he's the master. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm man five. But right? you know what? Here's the thing that I think in the time of when Ip Man maybe was around, because apparently it's based on a true story. Maybe he mm -hmm. was the shit because maybe nobody really knew how to fight. And when if you're that kind of that good at fighting then maybe you are the shit. Right, right. You know what like I mean? when jiu-jitsu came out, like blue belts would like maul people. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. So maybe mm -hmm. at the time. But the, the new Ip Man movie is coming out <laughs> and Bruce Lee is yeah. in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because apparently Ip Man is a real character and he actually trained Bruce Lee at some point. Okay, okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> so, it's, so it's hard to like hate on it without knowing anything yeah. about it. No, but I was just bringing it up because it brings our whole thing together, Ip Man and Bruce Lee and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, well, we're almost at the one-hour mark. Uh, since, okay. since this was our first episode after the new year, we just yeah. talked about whatever. Um, yeah. Do you have any end-of-the-year reviews of your life that you'd like to talk about? Um, what no, are some highlights wanna... of 2019 for you, other than the obvious, having a baby? Whoa. <laughs> I don't know, I can't. I'm so bad with like, I don't even know when things happen. Okay. Like I have to like naturally get into it, but I don't know. It's a, it's a good year. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to say to whoever is listening, mm -hmm. have a uh, happy new year. Oh, here we go. It's going to be an epic 2020. I'm excited about just the number 2020. It's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. 2020 yeah we're officially in a new decade oh yeah i just like the 2020 20 i know yeah when i write the dates now for short form i just write 20 like i'm not gonna forget that i always forget like 2000 wait did you do you remember your millennium what do you new year? like when it turned 2000 do you remember uh, doing, roughly you i remember like i had much dance hits 2000 <laughs> and like like there was Britney Spears on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like hit me, baby, one more time. Yeah. I'm like a visual guy, so I remember. Like, oh, I remember those CDs. <laughs> yeah. The giant, like the the year on the cover. Oh, did yeah, and everyone's freaking out about year 2000, like it's, everything's gonna crash. Yeah, yeah. And we're 2020, 2020, 2020, bitches. And then, uh, and then just like, yeah, yeah, yeah gonna be a good good year we'll see we'll see about that i'm just i'm just, just <laughs> such a pessimist <laughs> oh, yeah, okay yeah. so we're gonna do this again tomorrow right and the day after we're gonna record every day from now on because we're back yep. we're back baby yeah every day <laughs> every no day. actually <laughs> um if you're still listening to this and you've listened to it before you're a real champ <laughs> I know. and and i was thinking of, like what are you doing um, with your life what are you listening to this? <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, I cut I you I was off. thinking we could set up a, maybe an email or something that mm -hmm. we could receive like questions. Questions and suggestions. Comments. Yeah. 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 We, well, like, I, have a, I have another email that's tied into my other podcast. Um, yeah. But we, we should set up probably another one. If you want to set up, I can open up a Gmail account and then... We can put it in the description of each episode. 
Yeah, yeah. And so where some if like someone wants to like ask us something, they could Yeah, just like ask I us like questions. like ideally I like what uh Theo Vaughn, that comedian I like, mm-hmm. yeah, has yeah, set yeah. up and he has a phone number and you could call in and it's like a it records your that voice. That is a recipe could... for disaster. <laughs> no, 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 but like you could play it first and like screen it and then like you know, okay. you don't have to you don't play a random like wait is it live though but is it live like does he or does he record it and then address the question it's not live well the whole podcast is not live and the question is not live okay well i mean yeah the podcast doesn't have to be live but if the questions are live while he's recording no 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 they're not live so he just gets the recording questions and then he addresses them yeah he screens them he's like oh this is a good one this is a good one sometimes Mm -hmm. His like producer or whatever, like kind of screens him and he doesn't know, but he's like, this is going to be a good question for you. you okay. Know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Well, I'll, anyway. I'll set up an email account and then we can go from there. Uh, All right. I'm going to post this episode like right away, probably tonight. I, I still haven't Ooh. logged into our portal yet. I, <laughs> I want to see how many subscribers we have. We have if it's shrunken. Because people gave yeah. up on us. And this, it's also the same thing I got to do for the other podcast. Because right around the time you had a baby and we kind of stopped with this podcast, I also started school. So I haven't been uh-huh. doing either one. So I got, yeah. I'm got i getting back to it. And the other the other podcast is called uh, Here From Nowhere. And yeah. yeah. And you've been on it a few times. And Yeah. Have I been on once or Twice. I think I think you were on it twice. I think we did a Spider Verse yeah. episode, and I think we did a few Tarantino episodes. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, the one <laughs> we yeah, did the yeah. one. Uh, what is it? Uh, something in Hollywood, the turn, the last Tarantino film. Oh yeah, that I still like, I still haven't watched. I'm probably not gonna watch it. I'm like, well, that's the topic of this whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched it. Neither will I watch. It's fine. Just. I could tell you a scene to check out. Like, check this out. Yeah, no, I still haven't seen it. I I want to, though, but I still haven't. Anyway. Okay. Okay, so we'll end it here, and then uh, we'll see you on the next episode, whenever that may be. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. See you later. Bye. Stay frosty. <laughs> Stay Gucci is what they say, what the young people say these days. Keep your stick on the ice. Keep your, no, my friend actually said I'm Gucci today and I told him if you ever say that again I'll block and delete you and he's like good how are you and like, I hate that too <laughs> I know, there's, there's no winning with me okay I'm, anyway. hate, I'm hating everything you say <laughs> yeah okay, okay. All right. bye 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 bye